0: Hello, welcome to the premiere episode of our new sports podcast, name to be Determined. My name is Damon Grace, I'm one of your three co-hosts, and uh, I'll, let, I'll give it to my hosts to introduce themselves. I'm Andy Siegfried, and I'm Jack Dion. So basically what this is, this is a sports podcast that, you know, we decided we were three guys that like talking about sports, so our idea was to come up with something where the three of us can just, you know, jot down ideas and talk about sports for hours on end. This is something that we haven't done before, and uh, we're, we're going to roll with it see how it goes. Yep, let's do it. Alright, so as you know, today is Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, but more importantly, it's the day after the Super Bowl. Um, last night was the big game, you know, Rams came out on top. Uh, what do you boys have to think about it?
1: I think that game was more of a loss by the Bengals, to be honest. I think uh, they had all the tools they needed to win. They were shutting down the run. I don't know, I think uh, the Bengals' line just needs to step it up next year and then they could hope for some better results.
2: Absolutely. I think a lot of people were blaming the refs, but it went both ways in that game. And the Rams, Stafford had those two terrible picks. I think that the Bengals had it in the bag.
1: Yeah, and that uh, a lot of people were talking about the two controversial calls of the game, which was, one, the T. Higgins yeah. touchdown, I think it was 75 yards, first play of the second half.
0: Jalen Ramsey got face-masked into the next that was yeah. That was a that, <laughs> well, yeah. I think the, the refs definitely missed that one, and I think so basically in the fourth quarter that pass interference or holding rather, by Logan Wilson, Uh, that was a makeup call. So I guess that kind of turned the tide back in the Rams' favor. Awful call. Right. Awful call. That game-winning drive orchestrated by Matt Stafford, I think it was like 15 plays or something like that, just, you know, it gave the game like a weird feeling. It felt like the Bengals had the lead the whole second half. And then all of a sudden the Rams retook it, and I didn't think, you know, the Bengals were ever going to get the lead back. And it was weird to see all those flags come out on that last drive. And for the most part, I'd say, you know, it was a pretty clean game and the rest were letting them play. It was pretty physical. You know, yeah. both teams really couldn't get the run started. And, you know, when they were throwing the ball, Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow, they were throwing it up and down the field, you know, receivers were getting tugged and pulled and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were letting them play.
1: Yeah. I also, I don't know. I think Jamar could have done more. I think he was being locked down by Jalen Ramsey a little bit, but I think he could have done more to escape that. And they could have brought in more in Tyler, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins did a great job. He had a really good game. But uh, yeah, some big plays. Stafford just Stafford and Cup. Even though Stafford didn't have the best game, Cup is just unstoppable.
0: Right. I mean, you know, I think personally. I mean, I knew Cup was going to show up in this game. I mean, I didn't think he was going to be the MVP per se. I think it was either going to be Stafford or my money was on Aaron Donald just because that Bengals old line, like we mentioned before. But Cup had himself a day. You know, he had thirteen, or he had he had a carry for thirteen yards. Um, let's see what he had first. He had eight catches for 92 yards, and obviously he had the two touchdowns, including the game winner where he uh, bullied Eli Apple in the end zone.
1: Yeah, and I think it's hilarious how on Twitter they've been talking about Eli Apple. Everybody from Michael Thomas to
0: the, the Michael Harmon's we yeah Michael
1: Harmon Tyreek Hill yeah everybody's just bullying, bullying. Eli Apple. Yeah, it is good. well deserved.
2: I mean, he's running not. Running I don't think Twitter. he's that terrible of a corner. He just talks way too much. And if Pers- he doesn't talk. He doesn't get as much. You got to be able to back it up.
0: Personally, yeah. I don't think anyone on the planet's covering Cooper Cup, so I mean, it is a tough, tough look. But you know, that, that is what happens when you run your mouth on Twitter, and we see it happen a lot with these athletes. Where you know you want to get big game like they did against the Chiefs, and you know you kind of, they did lock down Tyreek Hill for that second half, and they made the big play on the interception in overtime. But you know you can't. You got to keep yourself disciplined. It's kind mm-hmm. of it reminds me of the Patriots. It's like Bill Belichick would never allow that, and that's why they go up and back to the playoffs every year.
2: What I didn't understand from the Bengals was on that last drive, the game-winning drive, they had Mixon on the bench for the last two plays, the yep. third and fourth down. The pass to P-Ran, that should have been to Mixon. Mixon's making that catch, in my opinion. I think he'd dive oh, of out course. for that. So I don't, I don't understand what Zach Taylor was doing there, why he had Mixon benched. He's, like, he's I think he's a top-five running back after this year. Of course, of Favorite course. Year. His receiving skills, Mixon's rushing skills, there's no yeah. doubt about it. He should have been in. And
1: Cooper Cup, I was listening to something that Julian Edelman was actually saying, and he was saying the reason why Cooper Cup is so good is that he makes every single route he runs look the same, so it's impossible to know what he's going to do. And he just did that that whole game. He was just getting away from everybody, and he was getting catches and physical, and I think that he bested the Bengals' defense.
0: Right. He's really good, and uh, I've noticed he's really good at run blocking. He's one of those guys, he's one of those gritty, tough guys. So he'll sell out. He's not a diva wide receiver where – they need to, you know, they need their their fix. They need the ball to come to them every play on the run. He sells out and he, so, you know, when they run that play action scheme that is really good for Matt Stafford and Sean McVay has been so brilliant with coming up with, you know, when Cooper Cup runs out and he looks like he's blocking and he breaks off a route, he's almost impossible to cover. And that's why you see him get so open so often, And you know, it makes it really easy for Matt Stafford.
2: Where do you guys have Cup now in your receiver rankings? I still have him three. I think he's still behind Devontae and Jefferson. But
1: I honestly, I don't think there's any doubt. I think last year he was the best receiver by far in the league. I think that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Matt Stafford, obviously. So Devontae should be doing better than him, theoretically. Mm -hmm. And Cup just had an unbelievable year with a better better offense all around him. I think that they were spreading the ball out more, too. And that Cup put up the numbers he did. I think it's unbelievable.
0: Right, because I mean, Rams have plenty of weapons. I mean, they have two, two, maybe, arguably three really good running backs in Sonny Michelle Henderson and uh, obviously Cam Akers, who was very fortunate to come back during the season. But I mean, you look at the receivers they have. I mean, you know, you have Robert Woods. You know, tears ACL midseason, a horrible injury, but you still have weapons like Van Jefferson and OBJ, who they added throughout the year, and like that's just going to allow Cup to get even more wide open and you know, that's why he had the season that he did. I mean, this is one of the most impressive seasons that we've ever seen from a receiver. I mean, I was looking at it earlier. He had 22 touchdowns in 21 games, you know, led the triple crown, led the league in receiving, receiving yards, receptions, and touchdowns, and topped it all off with a Super Bowl MVP. I mean, that's almost unheard of.
1: Yeah, I could say the only person who I think's ever had a better year is probably Jerry Rice. In uh, 1994, I think it was, he
0: had an unbelievable year. J.R.S. the
2: GOAT, so yeah. anytime
0: yeah. you get mentioned in the conversation with him,
2: I mean, I think that's really impressive. Agreed. So you guys you guys have Cup 1? Yeah,
0: and
1: I number think it's, one in the yeah, league? it's unbelievable how, how he had one offer coming out of college, zero star recruit. I think that people really slept on him, and I think he's just got, he's got just proven it to shot, everybody. He's proven yeah. it to everybody.
0: I think, I mean, you can easily put him at one. I mean, he's a, he's a perfect scheme fit, and he has a much better quarterback throwing in the ball. I mean, I, I think we can all agree Matt Stafford's better than Jared Goff, and He has an offensive-minded coach like uh, Sean McVay, so he can, you know, gets in the ball when he needs to, and I just think he's a really good receiver. I mean, Devontae, you could argue that he's better. You could argue Tyreek's better, but I mean, Cooper Cup has the stats to back it up, and he's got a ring on his finger, which I mean, Tyreek does too. But
1: I disagree. Uh, Tyreek, I think Tyreek showed this year that he is not in that top three, top five conversation, if I'm going to be honest. He's top five? No, he's top I don't five. think he's, he top, five. Top, five. he's, he's top, top five. He's
2: a physical freak. There's nobody even close to this. I'm, I'm going to say it right
1: now. Tyreek Hill is not a top five uh, wide receiver in the you? league.
2: I, mean, I, I, think. I think that belongs on hot takes. Nah, that's ridiculous. I, <laughs> well, no, we'll talk about <laughs> that later. We'll <laughs> we'll I, that that's, that's
1: ridiculous.
0: Okay. <laughs> Congratulations to the Rams, yep. Super Bowl champions. Joe Burrow, he'll be back. I think we all know that. This Bengals team is young. I mean, the majority of the team is all under 26. This defense got a lot better. I think, you know, I don't. they're going to have the 31st overall pick. I don't know how many good linemen are in this draft. But in free agency, they need to get that man some blockers up front so he doesn't die before he turns, you know, 28.
1: Yeah, they'll be back. And congrats to the Rams. You can't be mad about it.
0: Can't be mad. mad. I mean, Feel good story. OBJ getting a ring. You Aaron Donald ring. Aaron Donald might retire. Solidified himself as retire. a Hall of Famer. He's in my a Hall opinion. of Famer. First ballot, I believe. I mean, he's been the best player in the league for probably five years, if not more. Yep. Ever since he entered the league, he's a-time All Pro or 8 time Pro Bowler, seven-time All Pro. You really? He's been in the league eight years. I'm pretty yeah, sure he too. He won Rookie May, of the Year, May Defensive Rookie of the Year, three-time depoy. I mean, you just unbelievable. It's hard to get. Much he better, could win
2: depoy every year. It'd get boring, but he realistically. But yeah, right. exactly. He was
0: in the running for it this year. TJ Watt just happened to break the sack or tie the sack record, which so. is unbelievable
1: because it was 15 games too. Right? Did it yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Games.
0: Talk about TJ Watt. He's a freak. Yeah, too. He's a if Donald awesome.
2: retires, it's Watt's league.
0: If Aaron Donald, you know, I don't think he does. If he retires, I'm just happy that we got the chance to watch him because he he mm-hmm. belongs up there with Lawrence Taylor and some of those guys that we talked about as some of the best defensive football. Yeah, players I think ever.
1: he's probably a top five lineman ever.
0: I think so. You know, you put a guy like yeah, that down me. in the trenches. Un-
1: yeah, The also, fact
0: that every team he plays against has to double-team. He gets triple-team. He was getting triple-team against the Bengals, mm-hmm. and he had two sacks in the game when he played, So,
1: And what 300-pounder do you know that has a
0: six-pack? <laughs> right, right.
1: That's unbelievable. Yeah, 300 pounds with a six-pack. He's jacked.
0: 550-pound bench. Unbelievable. Big, big, big. Freaking big. nature. Fast. Freakin' nature. Freaking nature. All right, moving on to our next segment. So, obviously, with the Super Bowl – concluding that means you know free agency draft and with that comes our power rankings for next year and what espn released so i'll give the top three and we'll go over them so they have chiefs at one bills at two and the defending champion los angeles rams at three ah oh, i get why they do it i get why they put the chiefs at one every year patrick mahomes no. that prolific offense but i just it's boring it gets boring i don't think the chiefs will Can't be as boring. good mm-hmm. um you know the NFC, the AFC rather, is getting better every year. We see, you know, Josh Allen, top three quarterback in the league. Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl. Justin Herbert, if you know, this team puts it together, he's also really good. And of course, there's a bunch of other teams. I mean, we'll see who goes to the Steelers. They could be really good too. You never know. It's just healthy Lamar, healthy Lamar Jackson. I mean,
1: yeah, the Ravens are going to be getting who Dobbin's back, Lamar back. Everybody, the Everybody's coming back. Their whole
0: defense will be healthy. Whole I mean, cornerbacks. You know, I think we forget how good some of these teams are when healthy. And, you know, it just goes to show, like, you know, it, there's not going to be another Tom Brady where someone wins seven Super Bowls. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, you know, went to one in his second year as a starter. We don't know if he'll be back. I'm sure he will be. But just to say he's, like, their number one again, especially with the salary cap and they're paying mm-hmm. him
2: so much they're money. They're going to have to restructure. Travis to, yeah. Kelsey's
0: only getting older. That defense is only getting more expensive and older. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think they're going to pay Tyreek Kill?
0: I think I think, I think they do. I think they draft someone. I, I think too. they will draft someone too. But it, they need a run game. That's honestly.
2: Yep. Well, you know, McKinnon was playing well in the playoffs. Right, but I mean that's why they they blew
0: a twenty-one to three lead to the Bengals because they didn't want to they, run it. they didn't run it. They don't run it in the second half. But I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes doesn't take the ball under center at all. You know, when all your snaps are going shotgun, it's hard to get a run game going and get it established. But they did pay for some big names up front like Joe Tooney. They took him from the Patriots yep. a year ago, so. Mm -hmm. there's definitely to be something said there. Um, Moving on to spot number two. I'm sure Andy will be very happy to talk about this. His Buffalo Bills. The Mafia. Coming off a very disappointing and controversial to say loss.
1: um, Very controversial. In the
0: divisional round this year. Um, I mean, I'm a Pats fan, you know, so they're a divisional rival. But I was happy to root for the Bills this year. Josh Allen, I think, is one of the most likable quarterbacks we've seen in the NFL for a while. Um, You know, he's... Truly a dual threat quarterback. He throws it better than anyone. He's such a big body that can run down the field. And like we've seen before, he'll jump over you or go through you. And he's very fun to watch.
1: I think the uh, next, it's like the. I think this is going to be like sort of Brady Manning situation with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. I think Patrick Mahomes, if he wants to get to that next level, he's got to be a better pocket passer. He can't just rely on being outside of the pocket and making those crazy plays. He has to be consistent inside the pocket, which he has not been this year. Um, I think Josh Allen is a lot better at that than him.
2: I honestly think the Bills are number one coming into next year. If they can keep everybody, I don't think they have too many crazy free agents mm-hmm. that they need to worry about. And at the end of the year, they got their run game down, which was like their problem for most of the year. They started using Singletary, who I used to think was trash. Yeah, me I, too. I, <laughs> they I, started he, using he the way well. he should. He started playing well, so I don't know. Maybe they'll draft somebody like Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker, which there's been rumors about that. But I think now they're starting to use Singletary. They don't really need him because he was playing well.
1: Well, I think the difference is I think they need somebody who's uh, – pure running like a pure rusher like Singletary yeah. is a receiving back it's been proven that he can't hit the hole hard he can't do that sort of thing so I think if they could have the dual threat of a a pure running back and then a receiving back I think their offense will be unbelievable
2: well, you just need a dual threat running yeah. back nowadays like you've seen exactly like, like the Panthers when they lost McCaffrey Hubbard was terrible yeah exactly. and like Chubb and Hunt and stuff you just you need two backs like Henry when he went down you need somebody mm-hmm Andy,
0: do you think there's anyone in this year's draft at the halfback position that you could see the Bills taking, or could fulfill that role of a pure rusher or dual threat?
1: I think uh, Kenneth Walker
0: Kenneth is Walker my hope. My, hope. my hope,
1: boy. Uh, Kenneth Walker, unbelievable running back. He had an amazing year at Michigan Oscar State. Some of the some of the best running back football I've ever seen in college. From like it's States. unbelievable. That game against Michigan, he oh played God. out of his mind. Like, I have never seen such an unstoppable force. It reminded me, of actually, of Chris Johnson when he was on the Titans, who he was just unstoppable. They couldn't do anything. He was getting, like, 40-yard run. It was unbelievable. And I think if the Bills can get Kenneth Walker, I think that should be their number one priority in the draft. If they can't get Kenneth Walker, then they might just have to pick up somebody in free agency and just pick up a lineman because – Bills need some linemen.
0: Need some linemen. Yeah, I personally think the Bills missed out last year in last year's draft. Uh, Najee Harris and Travis Etienne were two really good prospects that I think if they got put in that Bills scheme behind Josh Allen, I think that would have been very scary. And not only that, but, I mean, we saw with Najee Harris on the Steelers, he really took a lot of the pressure off Big Ben, and he was getting 30 touches a game both in the rush game. You know, he'd get 20 carries a game easy. They would throw the ball to him eight, people don't you know, understand. six to eight times for people, a running back. People
1: don't understand how unbelievable of a year Najee Harris had Dude. because the Steelers were not that great this year, to be honest. But no, Najee, Harris, Najee Harris had an unbelievable rookie year. The amount of touches he got as a rookie would wear most players out, but he stuck it through and he had a great year. I've not seen, one fumble. Not yes. one fumble. I've seen
2: most people put like Javante Williams above him. Javante's pretty good, but – no, I Najee think was, I think Najee's, I think Najee's, Najee's solidified Najee proved, himself as a top Najee's time running back.
1: He was one of
0: the best running backs coming out of Alabama. I mean, he proved it. I mean, he took on that rookie workload and he did. He did great. He really took the pressure off of Big Ben.
1: Oh yeah, how do you feel about Big Ben retiring?
0: I personally, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Definitely. Um, he got two two rings early in his career, so I think people tend to forget about that. Um, but, you know, he's an easy Hall of Fame quarterback. One of the best passers we've ever seen. Um, he's had a lot of good receivers, and he's led a lot of really good Steelers teams. Deep in the, uh, you know, deep into the playoffs and
1: stack grabber, stack big stack grabber, him and Antonio Brown was just fun to watch. They
2: were, they were fun to watch. And Le'Veon Bell,
1: Le'Veon Bell too was
2: Steelers teams really people forget about him. No rings though, sorry Steelers fans.
0: (laughs) I don't need anymore for right now. Uh, Moving on to number three, obviously your defending champion Super Bowl Rams. Uh, I think this was a very interesting year for the Rams because um, it was sort of a they were all in, you know. They traded all their first round picks for the next two years. They got Von Miller, who's a superstar. I remember I was checking my phone, I was on Twitter, and I saw that you know they picked up Von Miller um, via trade. Or yeah, they picked him up via trade, and I was like, wow, Rams to the Super Bowl. I was like, you pair him with Aaron Donald, and that's one mighty pass rush. They got OBJ, obviously incredible pickup. You know, they had Deshaun Jackson at the beginning of the year, which some people forget about, and they you know dumped him off. I think he just they didn't need him for their scheme fit. Mm-hmm. Dan Jefferson showed up.
2: The Barrett, bank. he showed him he's, you know, he's a
0: solid you know, he'd be a solid one or he'd be a solid number two on any other team in the league. Um, you know, Cooper Cup, outstanding year. Mm-hmm. He'll be back next year. Matt Stafford will be back next year. Um, you know, hopefully their defense gets healthy. OBJ will probably be back halfway through the year. I think he'll he said st- he'd take pay cuts. I think he'll stay. He'll take pay cuts. You know, with an ACL tear, I don't I you know, that's what it's looking like right now. Um, I think he stays in LA just because, you know, you don't want to take that risk going anywhere else. Uh, moving on to number four. Uh, I don't know if I agree with this, but Green Bay Packers. Um, this depends I, on one thing, really. right? We're all thinking the same thing. Rogers. If Rogers doesn't come back, I don't see the Packers going very far, especially not in the playoffs. Where, the, where are
2: they in the power rankings if Rogers leaves?
0: Uh, I, I think, mean, they think they dip out of the top ten. I, mean, I think they go well, to like
2: fourteen. I think, I, I think they're like seventeen. Jordan Love is atrocious. George, <laughs> Jordan Love <laughs> is
0: not a very good quarterback. No, From no. What, no. What you never know. But. You never know.
2: If Rogers is gone, Adam's gone too. He's probably going to the right. Raiders. I think
0: Devontae's going to go get. Hey, oh, yep. he's yep. going to get
2: muddy.
1: Yeah, Raiders uh, need another receiver after certain things that happened this year, as we all know about.
0: <laughs> Plus, I think in that division, I think the Vikings could get it done. I mean, Kirk Cousins has not been bad. No, he just he's been good enough. He, he put, just he put, Yeah, right. They got rid of Mike Zimmer. I think Justin Jefferson's a top three receiver in the league. I think I have him at two, but I also just really like Justin Jefferson. But, you know, he's a weapon. Dalvin Cook will be back. He'll hopefully stay healthy if he stays healthy. That Vikings team is very good. Their defense is always good. You know, if Kirk Cousins puts it together, I mean, they could become the new team in that division if Aaron Rodgers leaves. If not, I still think Aaron Rodgers owns that team. I got a question for you guys.
1: What team do you think is going to have the best comeback next year? Like, a team that didn't do too great this year and then is going to come back and do great next
0: year. I do I
2: mean, Ravens.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That's, Ravens, that's a great a good pick. Ravens, their whole team was hurt. Lamar was hurt. They're starting running back out for the year in the preseason, J.K. Dobbins. I think he comes back. Wouldn't be surprised if he puts up over 1,500 yards next year on the ground. You know, they can give him the ball a lot. I think Lamar, you know, develops even more as a passer. Maybe get him another weapon, another lineman. Move some mm-hmm. things around. I think, I think their offensive coordinator left. I don't know, but I think if they can just – Get a better scheme. I think Lamar and the Ravens will be back in the playoffs this year. And, of course, their defense is usually pretty good. They'll be healthy next year. Pick up someone in the draft. You never know. it yeah. scary.
1: I think two very big maybes, uh, one more than the other, are the Carolina Panthers and the San Francisco 49ers. How do you need see need a quarterback. Yeah, Panthers they, need they, everything. They, no. if if, need, if they, they have no if draft they picks. Can, they have nothing. If if they rule is not a good hold on. coach. They have grossest. a great receiving core. An oh, no, amazing great. running back.
2: DJ Moore,
1: DJ Moore is wonderful. more. Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson, and Anderson, Terrence Marshall. That's Terrence pretty good. solid. That's, That's very solid. solid. Yeah. I'd say they have a top yeah. ten receiving core in the NFL. That's and then McCaffrey. Good. Yeah.
0: Renowned, McCaffrey's good. He's widely renowned as one of the best. Stay healthy. Yeah, has to stay healthy.
2: Yeah, you, stay
0: um, you think they go with Darnold still? Or I else, think they, they, well, there's nobody good. I, I think, think if someone falls to them
2: in the draft, like second or third round, who's there to draft for quarterbacks? And there's Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett. That's pretty uh, Malik he, Willis. Give me another the name? guy from Nevada, uh, Carson Strong. Yeah, was, but just you see so of those quarterbacks no, being no, so impactful. No, no
0: huge names I, mean, I think I, um, I haven't studied enough on it, but also at the same time, you know, I don't see those guys as year one starters. Maybe Pickett or Corral but I think they go and they get a mentor and they develop behind
2: someone for a couple of years. And Darnold's
1: never been bad, he's just never been good enough. And yeah, when you're when you bad. start in the Jets organization, you are destined to fail. <laughs> like, destined to
2: fail. I think another team that could they were rolling get the first better, three weeks of the year. Everyone was the saying Panthers. Was mm-hmm. Yeah, they were three and 3
0: zero, and then it just you know went up in flames like, really
2: what, quick. Six, seven games in a row, probably something like that. Uh, another team I could see getting way better, I think, is the Chargers. I've been a big Chargers fan. Um, big Chargers. Where are you Austin Eckler. Where are they are right now in the Panthers? They're eleventh for next year, but. Eckler, I've been a fan of him since his rookie year when I picked him up in fantasy, and he's a phenomenal back. They have a great receiving core. I think Mike Williams might leave, but Guyton's pretty solid. Uh, Keenan Allen's obviously pretty good. Herbert, I think he's going to be on a revenge tour. I think he's an early MVP pick. Um, he's going to be ridiculous. I think Staley, once he gets his head out of a bubble and he realizes he needs to make good decisions, he's
0: gotta let Herbert throw um, the ball more. I mean, he already does. does, but let him, you know, let him take over the team. And also, they have a very good defense.
2: You know, they they, they got, need to fix the run defense though. Like I think defense. I think they'll draft if they can draft Jordan Davis. I should say that's they, have, all they they, they have the for. pieces
0: rather. You but you got they, Joe yeah, Bosa and Derwin James, James two superstars so they have in their they, had, they
2: had a they, linebacker they have, that was really good. Hayward is he still in their um, secondary? Casey Hayward. Yeah, he's good. Uh, they had a linebacker this year that was really good. They have oh, who's the tackle name? He's he's really bad. There's somebody on that defensive line that's like actually terrible. But I think I think you draft Jordan Davis. Uh, Mike Williams probably gonna leave. So you get somebody mm-hmm. to fill that in. I think the Chargers will be a very serious AFC threat. I've heard the
1: Bills have actually been interested in Mike Williams. I'd
2: be, I'd be they dangerous. have so, they have like a wide receiver four that balls out of I don't think they, they have, have But they have
1: so much cap room. The Bills? They have money to spend because they're going to let go of some people. I think they got to
2: keep Poyer, keep High. I think, I think you th- try to capitalize off Davis's game if mm-hmm. you're going to sign Mike Williams and uh, get rid right of yeah. him.
0: Uh, moving on to the power rankings. Uh these will be a little more quicker. But obviously Bengals, I mean if they come back, I mean they were 10 and 7 last year.
1: O-line.
0: Yeah, they need an o-line, to protect Joe Burrow, but they're they're a fifth, you know, um, you know, one two team in the league. They were, you know, went to the Super Bowl this year. Um 49ers at 6th. Uh I don't agree with that. I don't think the 49ers are very good at football. I don't think Trey
1: Lance <laughs> has what it takes yet. I think he still needs a lot of development. I don't think he's developed that killer instinct that a lot of quarterbacks need and I don't know if they'll even be a top 10 team in the NFL next year.
0: Right they have a good defense Um, I think you know at this point I'd say Kyle Shanahan is a good coach Uh, he just has trouble putting it all together at the end I mean Mm -hmm. he made the NFC championship and a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo who I've voiced my opinion before is not that good at football Um, so if they move on with him I think they are to Trey Lance they drafted him you know with a I think it was the third overall they have, pick.
2: They have a young offense. Right. Like Kittle De- Kittle's De- the oldest, and Kittle's De- not even that old. Debo's
0: a monster. Debo I mean, he, he, one of the
2: most talented players in the
0: NFL. He came out oh, of his shell sure. this year. He is one of the most physical wide receivers we've ever seen. His I think that's why that's this. why they, they can hand him the ball so often and put him in the backfield. is because he is one physical wide receiver. So good. And he will, you know, he will truck over anyone in his path. Um moving on to seventh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, You know, they're always hyped up in the preseason. I mean, they have a good offense. The
1: Cowboys are always going to sell, though. I think it is criminal that the Titans have not been mentioned yet. I think the Titans Titans are going to be very good next year. And I think they were a little bit overrated this year without Henry. I don't think they were as legit as right. people thought they were. Still make one though. If Henry is healthy, that team is very
2: dangerous. I think right. AJ Brown is top ten. AJ Brown is very good if he can stay healthy. AJ Brown team. is
0: a very good receiver. I think um,
2: Julio CSC still has a little bit something. He's, he's of got 10. enough.
0: Tannehill is not. He's a it, mentor, though. right? I, I, think, I think they got to do something other than Tannehill. But at the same time, when Derrick Henry has those monster two hundred, you know. Two hundred yard games, three touchdown games. You know you can you can survive with Ryan Tannehill back there, and just don't let him lose the game.
1: He he's he's gotta, all he's, he's got to do is do a clean clean Derek Henry is on his way to be one of the greats, uh,
2: and I right. think we've never
0: seen anyone like him.
2: Never. He's just hopefully he recovers yeah. all right. He didn't look good against the Bengals, so hopefully he um, the season.
0: Patriots at number nine. I think that's a little too high for them. I still think they have some. I think they need to do a little more rebuilding. Everyone talked about this being a very quick rebuild year for the Patriots. You know, being Pats fans, you always try to be optimistic, but I think their defense is getting old and it's a little bit outdated. They sometimes have trouble running with some of the fast teams. You know, you got to have a defense that can, you know, you really got to slow down some of these really prolific offenses that we see from you know you see five or six teams in the NFL each year that have a really good the
1: offense the fills did to them in
2: the right, playoffs right. and touchdowns those every drive Offense
0: is evolving every year you got to come I mean, up with ways to just stop that um, they got to let mac throw the ball they got to well,
2: they need really the need to push first. to
1: get a star receiver they need a superstar right, and i think really the patriots think you got to get him a number if you're the one patriots, i
2: think you need to get godwin a lot of people say mike williams he just all i think all he does is contest the catch i think you godwin would
1: be a lot better pick i think godwin's a very good receiver and top top They can get him for cheaper
2: coming off that ACL
0: injury. I mean, it really stinks for Godwin because, you know, he had a monster season. He really showed, I mean, Mike Williams, or sorry, Mike Evans um, on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was, you know, he was getting all those touchdowns, but it really, to me looked like uh, Chris Godwin was Brady's guy in Tampa. He would throw him the ball a lot. He trusted him on short yardage and, you know, him being the speed threat that he is, Tom Brady would really, he was able to make those deep throws and had a good connection with him. Um, Number 10, Arizona Cardinals, you know, the Cardinals, you know, they showed up in the first seven games of the year. I mean, I think everyone had them as, like, top three team in the league. Everyone thought Kyler was going to win the MVP. And it just, you know, Kyler got hurt, but it just sort of fizzled out. I think Cliff Kingsbury – a last
2: year, too. Yeah, he mm-hmm. has that
0: track record of just uh, – he coaches these teams, and they just – they do really well in the beginning of the season. But, mm-hmm. you know, games aren't won in the beginning of the season. They, You know, you got to push through and make a playoff run. And Even then, it evolves. And so now there's buzz about Kyler leaving. Yeah, what do you think about being, that?
2: I don't think he leaves but like which side is right it seems like
0: they're unhappy with Kyler and so therefore
2: he's unhappy
0: with them. I just don't think that's good for team chemistry and I wouldn't be surprised if he wants out because they're not, you know, they haven't been winning too much. Get him
2: in Carolina. He'll probably i think well, he that could be scary, but I don't know what Carolina gives up. They don't have the draft picks. I could see him going to Tampa.
0: I'd like to see that. That yeah.
2: could be good too. Cuz
0: they have I feel like they have enough trade. Or, uh, they have enough good players where they can trade and get him down down the Buccaneers jersey. Him in Tennessee. I got a question for you guys. Yeah, where do
1: you see Deshaun Watson week one NFL next year?
0: Steelers, jail. No, I think <laughs> no, I think I for some reason I still think he's going to go to the Dolphins. I feel like they they got something in the work where they're ready to trade their whole team for him.
1: They were, but also there's teams like the Panthers, the Titans, if they want to get rid of Tannehill.
2: I think the Panthers would be a good fit, but I think I think that the Broncos are gonna. The Broncos will trade for Rodgers, and then the Steelers missing out on Rodgers will go for Watson. All right, and for
1: our next segment, we're going to move on from the NFL only, and we're going to just talk about sports in general. We have our friend Josh Denman, who is known for his very controversial sports takes, and he's going to give us three takes of his, one by one, and we're going to break down each one. What do you say, Josh? What's What's up, guys?
3: How are you?
0: Doing good, Josh. Happy to have our Hot Takes Analyst as we're known as (laughs) around here. We're happy to have you on the show.
3: Uh, I'm happy to be here. Uh, So for my first take, I want to start off with a basketball take and actually I'll start off. So there was some breaking news that just came out about 20 minutes ago. And some. with the breaking news was that James Harden is not playing in this year's All-Star game because of his injury. And he's sitting out through the entire All-Star break and According to a Woj, re, uh, a Woj retweet, it's either going to be Jared Allen or Pascal Siakam that's going to take his spot. So I think that's pretty big. I don't think either of those two top some other guys that deserve to be all-stars. But that's not one of the three takes I'm about, um, listing as one of the, the takes today. So my first take that I wrote down was kind of related to that breaking news. I still don't think the 76ers are a contender even after trading for James Harden. I agree that I don't think that's that I would take I do not agree I do not think the
1: 76ers are that legit I don't think they have the coaching I just don't think they have the chemistry either I don't think a lot of them like each other and to be able to win a championship you usually got to like each other that's why I think the Suns are a very dangerous team this year and I mean they've lost what ten games that's unbelievable at this point
3: yeah what do you think? I made a list myself of teams that I believe that are better than the 76ers even after that trade. Oh boy! So I think the Suns are better. The okay. Warriors are better. Okay. The Jazz are better. Okay. The Cavs are better. Okay. The Grizzlies are better. It's getting hotter yes. by the minute. <laughs> no, Grizzlies are better. The Grizzlies better. are better. The Celtics are better. It's no. heating up. No, <laughs> He's heating that's up. where hands are. right there. All right, hold on, hold on. I got, I got more. So I think God. the Bucks are better. The Heat are better. The Nuggets are better, and then the Clippers and Nets when healthy are better. I think
1: the Nets, the Nets. are bumming right now. They've lost eight games straight. I do not
3: think I, I think everybody's gonna leave. I think with Kyrie, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, all three of those healthy, that's gonna be better than James Hart. Ben Simmons will make better progress with the Nets than he would. Kyrie's not playing James in Hart. home games, so he's like only half a factor. That's why yeah. I said when healthy. If if because the Brooklyn mandate is bound to change, I think that the Nets with Kyrie, KD, and Ben Simmons are better than just James Harden and Joel Embiid. I think well, they're going to get with that. I agree with that,
2: actually. I agree with that. I think the Nets are becoming one of the biggest what ifs in NBA history, though. Like with the last two years, if they had all stayed healthy. Right, they, played, like, how many games did they played 16, 16, 16, 16 games. games. They were 13 have, of 3 season. I don't think so they want good. Kyrie anymore.
1: I think they No, I think everybody year, I don't think anyone it. wants Kyrie no. anymore.
0: He was a problem with the Celtics and now he been a problem He's with the He's kind of a team killer. He really is. He's
1: a great player. One of I've, I've seen it with a LeBron when he was young and then he, he was just, unbelievable in the Cavs, and he got selfish.
0: He developed an ego when he turned into a superstar. I mean, you know, and he's got a weird personality. I just don't
2: think he is weird. He's, he's he a He can't, can can't, not yeah, can't and, be a good locker. And in his that. vaccination just, thing, like he's not getting vaccinated because he doesn't want it. It's because he wants to like stand up for people who can't work without the vaccine. Like it's just kind of weird how he's doing that. That's his stance on it.
3: I feel like, anyways. Alright. I yeah, I think that with James Harden the 76ers become a better basketball team, but they still don't they still are not better than what the Suns like the Warriors and I guess like what the Grizzlies and Cavaliers are doing right now. They're just all meshing together so well as a team that I don't think the 76ers coming out of half a season with just one guy. Don't get me wrong, James Harden is a really good basketball player and so is Joel Embiid, but I don't see just them two being better than an entire team meshing together, I and what they see it.
1: the Grizzlies. John Morant got hurt last night, ankle injury. Did he? Probably, uh, uh, they yeah. have not determined like the severity, but he
2: walked out of the game. Another one. dude. I mean, they're yeah. still. So, yeah, no, he, I did see that. They could they be another still have some good guards, Though Desmond Bain is a sharpshooter. True. True. And true. they've got uh, the Anthony Melton's pretty good. or he was when Ja when John ja was out. The Grizzlies were still rolling. I mm-hmm. follow the Grizzlies because I'm a Jaron Jackson fan from Michigan State, so. They, they were rolling without Josh. I don't know how much damage they could do in a playoffs without Josh. so hopefully it's nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. But they're still a solid team. I like them a lot coming out of the
3: West. All right. For my second take, I have um, probably one of the takes that I'm most personally like balanced to. I already know I, what this is. It's, <laughs> don't for, say this, it. The second one for me is that Jokic, Nicole Jokic is the MVP. Just hands down, he is the MVP of this year. Wow. No. No, I thought, I thought you were going to say he else. I agree no. that. He's, he's got he,
0: written down unanimous MVP. He, he, no, he right now. I don't, don't know about you. Know. No. Right
3: now, Thomas, Josh. Any no other player. Any other player? Like not by far, but any other player like. It's to me. It's just not close. Curry, LeBron, Giannis, three players. Curry
1: is
2: not in the MVP
3: conversation. Anymore. I think the, the he's picking it up again.
1: LeBron, I think LeBron back, is back. He's gonna if, have more
2: safety if the Lakers start winning more than like two games in a row. You LeBron's can put LeBron in been going there. off. You can't have an MVP on a bad team though. Right, they're the sixth team.
0: I think to be a unanimous MVP you got to have a season like Steph Curry did with the Warriors when they were by far the best team in the league and he was setting yeah. records. I
3: don't know about unanimous, but the, I agree, Jokic. The only other player you know. from stats that I can see almost passing him, Giannis is getting there, but I think it, the only player that's there that could top him is Joel Embiid. That Embiid, is a, I think it's a That, is, Jokic. that is the only player I that I can that. see topping him, but I still I think Nikola Jokic is a better player. Nikola Jokic put up. It, Nicole Jokic is almost better in every aspect of basketball except for dunking the ball.
1: I think Jokic is a great player, but he's also one of those players not going to last a long time. For his build, he cannot physically last more than like seven years of being very good,
3: like not even seven, like five years of I being think a you're very good player. With his IQ and him slimming down in that little time under a year, I think that he knows that, that what you're saying is probably going to be true, and I think he knows how long he can be dominant for and how much, how dominant he is by himself. Nicole Jokic had a better, has a better field goal percentage, three point percentage, and about the same free throw percentage as Joel Embiid. And obviously, I mean, they both can make as many layups as they want to, mm-hmm. but I think uh, N- Nicole Jokic has. One of the highest IQ plays in the league. A I man can make split second decisions better his than anyone vision, else can his passing. in league. Mm-hmm. his His passing, passing is. Ridiculous. His passing, no other center has done that in NBA history. No. And even some of the point guards. I'd say he's probably like a top he's, five passer. Yeah, he's. he's he, yeah, definitely. All right. For my last take. You guys are going to love this you one. Get, yeah. <laughs> I already know what this is. <laughs> for my last <laughs> take, all of them know what it is. But Damian Lillard, to me, is a top 10 basketball player oh of all time. Oh, God. That, that is, is unbelievable. <laughs> that is a joke. Josh, I he want He doesn't to- have Steph in there. He has is- right. Damian Lillard is the greatest point guard all of right. all time. All right. Let's, let's, yeah, let's Josh, hear Josh. Josh. Read off your list. Read off your, your list. Start at one. Go all the way to 10. All right. For my number one of all time, I have – Mr. North Carolina, uh, Michael Jordan. That is I the think, only valid. I think I, I think that he is number one all-time. From here
0: on out, gets awful.
3: <laughs> for number two, I have the best individual scorer of all time, Kevin Durant. That is
0: so fun. Right, just keep going. It's just, you know, it's getting worse. Just Rattle them all, all off.
3: Right? <laughs> number up. three, now, because a couple nights ago, the second, uh, second leading scorer of all time, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think that's fair to put him at three. I have LeBron at four. I don't. Th- I think all three of those guys I just listed top LeBron. Number five, I have Magic. Magic is the best point guard of all time. Uh, at number six, Larry Bird, one of the best shot makers of all time. Number seven, I have Kobe Bryant, and I think that he is like probably the best ISO player of all time. Uh, number eight, I have Damian Lillard. Oh <laughs>
0: number eight, you heard it here. Number eight.
3: Number eight, I have Damian Lillard. Number nine, I have Bill Russell. And number 10, I have Dirk. All right, so I'm going to tell you where <laughs> I think you were going wrong. Obviously, the fact that KG, I think KD
1: has entered that conversation of maybe being top 10. But oh, you've got to have guys. You've got to have know. Curry. Curry is the best point guard of all time. He is the greatest shooter by far of all time. He is one of the greatest pastors, top 10 pastor all time. I agree. And uh, he has top 10 handles definitely in all time. I think he is topped Magic. I think Magic also was not a true point guard. He did not play like a true point guard. He played more like a small forward. And also, Kobe Bryant, amazing player. I do not think he is better than Bill Russell, Dirk, Tim Duncan, Shaq. Where's Shaq? Shaq is not top ten all time. No, Shaq on, is the most dominant player in
2: NBA history. Time, out, time. Hot, out. I have more hot takes that. that Josh, another episode Josh. That. What does Dame do better than Curry? And do not say he's more clutch. Do not he's say he's more clutch.
3: clutch. He is. Oh, that doesn't mean he's you know, Dame Clutch has to has what? Hit, what is, three, what Dame is has he? Dame three game what? winners in his career. What has he done? He's had way more than that. Have you have you seen his highlights? Josh, what is what is he clutched? What do you mean? what is has he? Was he clutched regular season games? No, he had that one playoff game or that one playoff game. Clutched like. He's got two, one, two games by itself that send him to the next series. Okay, and what they do in the next series? They lost. They lost because Dame awkward. doesn't have a team around him. If, oh. if Dame had the team that Curry had, he could have arguably done better than what Curry no. did. That is unbelievable. Oh, yes. Not yes. No, no. Because what does he do if better than Dame Curry? Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and. So if he's such a good Draymond individual, they win a championship, player, but they lose where more than that. Are nine his games.
0: individual accolades.
3: Yeah, what or stats? I, I'll, I'll list off some stats for you, then yeah, I want to hear. Accents. So, I'll, I'll, I'm, I have this sheet of paper for me that list that compares Damian Lillard and Stephen Curry. So, Damian Lillard overall has more points per game than Steph Curry does. Okay, overall. Okay. And you guys just said Steph Curry was what a top ten passer of all time. Yes, is. what is passing? He, oh, C- Curry see. only averages 0. .4 more assists than Dame does. Okay, like, so he averages more of their his, career. His average is more. His average is more, more. more but by, by, by only by 0. .4. It's like four. And nobody 3. said more Dame wasn't fans. out but of some, that conversation. Yeah, it's not all assists
0: yeah. are made the same. Okay. Like some are more so impressive I'm just than others. It's that, a subjective stat. It's it's not even a stat. It's a
3: you haven't named one That's viable. Dame, Dame is a better finisher than Curry. By far, Dame is a better finisher. In than the Curry. NBA,
0: in a five man sport, I feel like the greatest and best players will always find a way to get a ring. Exactly. Where he doesn't have one. All these he guys, have one. All these guys up there, I'm pretty sure. Let me look at it. Um, yeah, yep, I think they, want all, a ring. they all have rings. You find but, a way in the NBA to get a ring. You do.
3: Yeah, but look, if I get talk honest, Dirk. It? Dirk had Kid. Bill Russell had the entire team around him. Kobe had Shaq. Until he, he didn't. You
0: can until, until he didn't. Until he didn't. He won two more rings.
3: They had C.J. <laughs> McCollum, and that's C. on Whiteside. Okay.
0: <laughs> he had Lamarcus Aldridge <laughs> for a little while.
3: Larry Bird Watch had that entire '80 Celtics team behind him. Magic. <laughs> no, he was
0: that '80 Celtics team. He was yeah. that whole team. No, he was okay. not. Oh. He was the best player. That team team. I'm telling you, he was, was the best player. On the team. But that, no, he
3: had that whole team behind him.
0: Okay.
1: What about LeBron? LeBron won with just Kyrie Irving.
2: Yeah, even I think Kevin Love or we went to the finals with Kevin Love. Dame's never been to the finals.
0: MJ
1: and has six rings.
2: KD has
0: to what? Two rings. KD has two rings. Yeah. Kareem has plenty of rings. Like LeBron has rings, Magic has rings. They all have rings. I think Dame needs a ring. I think Before,
3: I think if you give Dame to t- say think, he's top. Think, 10 Dame's not even a top 5 time.
1: Point guard in the league right now, he's let not, alone. Like why would he be like, better
0: than Dirk? Why do you have him above Dirk? Why is he better
1: than Where is Tim Duncan? Where's Shaq?
0: Yeah, where are all these
3: guys? It's just I a just, hot I, take. yeah, really? that's that's a very hot take. We're going, to, we're going to move on. I think we're going I in think, circles. I think, yeah, <laughs> I I just want to wrap it up with one more question that I have for you guys before the segment ends. Who do you think is going to be the number one fantasy pick next year For football? In football, <laughs> no, in football, number one in football, fantasy sorry. football
1: pick. I'm probably going to take Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry I mean, or, Derek or Jonathan Taylor. Taylor.
3: They all
2: have question marks. I feel like Realistically, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor
0: will be a top three pick in every league, I think. Oh, I mean, Cooper Cup, I think, will be way McCaffrey? higher than he needs to. McCaffrey? I, don't I honestly, I honestly he might take McCaffrey.
2: Every, I don't, when he plays, McCaffrey's scary, I think though. He, I saw a stat. McCaffrey scores 25 points or more in 75% of his time. I think league,
0: you're so better off right. taking McCaffrey mm-hmm. with your first pick and the trading him. I th- yeah, training him high, high. But
2: I think realistically, I'm taking Chris McCaffrey or I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Henry, I would take two or three. It's just
3: it's too much of a question mark. He can play well against. I don't the think you take McCaffrey over Henry. I don't, I don't think. He I can. just he is so he much more. Upset. I think McCaffrey's I had think a better
1: career than Henry so far. But I don't. I don't with
3: with McCaffrey's health. I don't think he can pick. Well, you can say the same thing about Taylor. I my number one pick guy we were just talking about almost this whole segment Cooper Cup. I don't think, I don't think that he can. Like this, with the season that he put up, the amount of consistency he had the whole year, I don't think you can't take him at least one or two. Overall. No, he's I'm gonna be top honest, top I to be honest. I
1: would rather probably have Debo in fantasy, yeah.
3: like Cooper Cup, wow. and but Justin Jefferson. I don't. I just you can't replicate
1: wow. what Cup. Game. You got to find. Like the thing about fantasy, game. Josh. Wow. Cooper Cup is an unbelievable fantasy player, but you have to look at teams who are going to rely solely on one player. Right. And with that Cam is Akers
0: Cooper. being back, they're going to run the ball so much. They have a better.
2: three-headed committee right now. And if OBJ stays, if
0: OBJ yeah. comes back, Ben Jefferson's good. Bobby Trees, Robert Woods is we're coming back.
3: They're gonna have way too many weapons. You guys are just talking about like Deshaun Watson going back, going to the Panthers. If Deshaun Watson goes to the Panthers, they're gonna pass the ball a lot more.
0: True. And to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey, yeah. McCaffrey's to the top, top ten. Better.
3: Or to the top ten receiving crew that you guys were just talking about this whole time. I don't think that. Andy yeah, Robbie Anderson is, is trash. Nah,
0: still <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but he still finds a way to put up stats. He's. I mean, Robbie. I think, yeah, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about oh, Christian okay. McCaffrey. He's the number one option on that. He's on the number one option on that offense. Easy, you he, he run oh, yeah. the offense around. Him. But I, I don't I, care who you're He, he, just he might
3: not even be with the Panthers next year,
2: so we'll see. Yeah, No, there was rumors of him getting traded for Watson. So I think I take
3: I take Taylor. I it's think up. Houston
0: needs yeah, to dump him yeah. quick, yeah. though.
3: That's yeah. all yeah. I got. Thank That's you for it. coming yeah. on, Josh. We appreciate for it. Supplying the hot takes. Thanks, See you guys next week.
0: Yep. All right, so that basically, all well, those four beginning segments, that about wraps up our show. This has been a great first episode. Um, You know, it was fun talking about the Super Bowl and the NFL season, football in general, and then we brought in the NBA at the end. Uh, guys, you have anything more to add?
1: No, I just want you guys to know uh, to look out for more episodes. We have a lot more
2: to offer, a lot more fun conversations, and I think uh, we got a lot of great things ahead. Just looking forward to see where this podcast goes and what you guys have to say about it.